And welcome to the show, Geeks Wired Podcast, where we talk about video games, movies, TV, comic books, technology, and TLDR, the Internet of Things. I'm your host, Bill, and the other host is Anthony. Hello, Bill. Hi, Anthony. You can reach out to us and ask us questions by emailing us at geeksawired at gmail.com, or you can leave us a voicemail or a text message at our phone number, 801-896-4335. That's also 801-896-GEEK. You also can help support us by going to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash geeksawired. We also get access to the podcast early on your own special RSS feed. And this is episode 432 of Geeks Wired. It's a lot of episodes. It is. Many, many, many moons. Much moons. How many moons? Many. You said 432? 432. Really? That's it? The moon cycle is, what, 28 days, right? Sure, if you say so. And you do an episode, well, wait a minute. Episode a week. You know, it'd be easier to uh, take the 432, estimately divide it by uh, 52, which is the weeks in the year. Okay. And then however many moons are in a year. Oh, well. Math. (laughs) And that's the answer. And you haven't exactly been putting out one a week have you we missed a few during some moving and i put out extras actually so i think we actually have like almost 440 episodes yes there are more episodes than numbers and along with multiplying or maximizing space and all that other stuff just get into this one we there is some research being done to make vertical farms. So this is a two-acre farm. Yes. How tall is it? How tall is it? Yeah, because two acres is just the area. Not. Well, that's yeah. That is the. But it creates enough to make uh, that covers. It produces more or the same quality of fruit and vegetables that 720 acres would do. Okay. So it's pretty tall. Well, I'm not going to say it's pretty tall because like, say it's two acres and you have seven layers. That's enough for what? For, I feel like it'd be more than 14. But yeah. What are you looking for? The height. It. I feel like it jumped on me. It did. Yes. They didn't really get into the details of it. But it, might, it might be in that video. True. But the entire idea, though, is it's a vertical farm, which means you have stories and floors upon floors of food that are. They say AI and robot run, even though there's people in it that are monitoring it. Well, they're probably just monitoring it just to make sure the robots aren't screwing up right now. (laughs) Yeah. And that technically can happen, too, on a 720-acre farm, too, because you get into a tractor and you just go, push button. I mean, yeah, but this is different. Because with this, they can, like, because it's inside of a building. True. So... It's going to be much more controlled, like environment wise. They don't have to worry ah. about stray dust or 
because it'll be dust, but you're not going to have huge wind gusts kind of messing with the robots. Like you could have something on a conveyor belt or not a conveyor belt, but a track system. Yeah. Uh, similar to how like the robots are in portal Mm -hmm. portal and portal two, where they're just going from room to room on track systems. Cause they're not just floating around. They have to be held up by something. So they could have something like that. And then eventually it'd be kind of cool if they could get them to where they could harvest them whenever it was ready and then replant. Cause with this, these being modularized, you don't necessarily have to like, you're not going to have the, like you don't have to have the whole thing be harvested at once. Correct. Like, you can have each layer be, or each module be, or I don't know, each layer or module doesn't matter, but you can have those be planted all at the same time and then just stagger them out just so that you have fresh food throughout the whole year. Whereas in real life, you can kind of do that depending on where you're planting. What you're planting, where you're planting. What you're, well, I think it more depends on where. What is definitely a thing too, but because if you're in like, I don't know. Closer to the equator where it's usually like seasons aren't or less of a thing. Yeah, they're they're less of a thing. They're still a thing, but it doesn't go from 120 degrees down to like negative 20. Yeah. I'm talking Fahrenheit, not Celsius. It doesn't do that within a thing a stretch of six months, yeah. six month period where it does in you know the northern latitudes. So, but if it's vertical farms, you don't have to worry about that. So you get to control everything. Yeah. This is something that I've been hearing about for a while and I haven't really been paying attention too much to it. It's a cool idea. And I think if they actually like put a lot of work into it and especially if they can make it to where robots handled most of it, like as they're saying down here is another perk of vertical farming is it can be locally produced food. Yeah. Mostly because it's in a warehouse so I'd more called a greenhouse. No, it's a warehouse. Because I don't even know <laughs> they're taking advantage of the outside light. You're right. It's because uh, with this, there are sun mimicking LED lights. Yeah, sun lamps. Which LED really? Yeah, that's what it says. There are sun mimicking LED lights shining on them. Okay, you know why they're saying sun mimicking? Because it's trying to, it's like a greenhouse or green or sun, the rays. They, they'd have to, you'd have to make sure the LED is putting out the right frequencies. Ah. Because plants only take certain frequencies. Like, um, standard light bulbs usually work pretty good, but I don't know. I think there's a certain kind of light bulb where if you shine it and you just have the plant, like, not exposed to light at all, it'll eventually die. Because it's not getting the right frequencies that it needs. Well, that's why certain plants sometimes sometimes plants don't grow very well in offices because the glass. Even if you live in like a glass office, mm-hmm. because the glass tends to be you know, block certain UV rays. Yep, and the and plants kind of need that. That yeah, those particular ones. The same ones that burn us are the same ones the plants need. Mm-hmm. It's like they've evolved to take you make use of it. Weird. <sighs> I know. Yeah, these would be cool. They also take less water because you don't have to worry about like, because with water, yeah, the plants use it when it's grown outside, but it also just filters into the ground eventually. 
So you kind of lose it. And because um, it's all outside, you lose a lot of water, water, a lot of water to due to evaporation. Yeah. Whereas with uh, indoors, you still have that a little bit, but it's not as much. And since it's kind of a controlled system, you could theoretically recapture it. Yeah. Some of it at least, but yeah, it's a cool idea. And it's probably going to become more and more popular, especially where population just keeps growing. It's kind of stagnated a little bit, but it's still growing. It's still going up. And if we don't change the way we do our food producing, we're going to, we're not going to have enough space basically to farm at all. So the companies that are, with working with this mm-hmm. so there's the, the supporters so investment from softbank and amazon oh okay and oh and a former google chairman but they're all they're working with deals with the albertson stores in california currently which Cal- albertson also owns smith's no, not Smith. Safeway. I was going to say they don't own Smiths. That's Kroger. Yeah, it's Kroger, yeah. Which is interesting. They chose Albertsons instead of Kroger because Kroger's the largest grocery chain in the country. Well, I think the world, if not the country, at least. So it may have been that they went to a, a variety of places and Albertsons was the only one that said yes. True. So, and that's probably what happens. Or maybe Albertsons was the best deal for them. Yeah. And if, because this is all in California right now, right? Correct. Could be that there's just way more Albertsons in Colorado or California. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can see with some of their other sub ones. Because I thought Albertsons is more of a mountain west instead of a full west. But yeah, that's with so many chains out there, anyways. And maybe it is with they're sticking with Albertsons because they don't have to worry about the giant part of Kroger being so much demanding. So California has 128 Albertsons, ah, according that, to local.albertsons.com. Is that actual Albertsons or Albertsons and their sub companies? Or does it say? It just says this is on a screen called all, all Albertsons locations. All right. And it's just for the U.S., whereas Idaho has, wow, we have 37. Utah what? has two. Well, Idaho is the origin. Oh, is it? Yeah, started in Boise. Oh, I didn't know that. Boise or Emmett, depending on who you talk to. But yeah. Started up in that area. Yes. they They, they say they're... Headquarters is Boise and origin is Boise. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yes. So, I don't know. That many locations kind of make sense. And if I click on it, it'll probably show me where. Which state has the most? Or which county? Are you in the California? Which, I'm in California. Which county? Ah. County or city? I think these might be, I think these are counties. Maybe. 
I don't know. Where's Orange County? Can I see Orange on here? Yeah, there's Orange. These are counties. Yeah. So. They're not bad. And it'll be good. And it makes sense for, you know, California does these type of things and it helps produce and do well. You can see this working out really well for lots of places. And you don't need to worry about as much of the you know, maintenance. You can farm whatever you want, whatever you want, wherever you want. Less transportation, less greenhouse gases for transportation. Uh, maybe. I c- probably for sure, but I don't know. Well, you think about it, you could you could literally have a small version or enough for each city. Like you don't, these don't things don't need to be big. They just need to be big enough. Yeah, and th- that that part makes sense, but like how's more getting uh you could literally have these attached to every grocery store. Yeah. So Another thing you'd have to worry about is uh, keeping the soil uh, properly nutriented. That's what the robots do is they make sure they... Do they? They, could, they can swap it out. They can... Yeah, everything is... But what do you swap it out with? Or you make sure it gets enough nutrition in the right spot. So when you monitor yeah, the soil... Yeah, fertilizer. Yeah, well, there's fertilizer. There's... you By doing different types of plants. So, so you could you could rotate through the... Honestly, they could get around this by, like, when they take the, like, they harvest the plants for that row or whatever they're doing. Yeah. They could take all the dirt and then go put it in a compost pile where they put, like, banana peels and stuff, which would just naturally get the... Yeah. And then they'd probably sprinkle some fertilizer in there just because you're not going to be able to get all of it. Or maybe they'll do crop rotation. Hmm. That could be a thing, too. Though I imagine they wouldn't grow something like alfalfa on here. Why not? <laughs> I don't know. They could. It just more. It's a vertical thing. Just oh, like yeah. growing corn in a vertical farm would be more interesting. Like impossible. Y- impossible. Just interesting. No, I mean, yeah, interesting. It's not impossible. Yeah, but you're you're like you basically have to have. Even though you could theoretically grow anything you wanted in your module, you'd have to make sure that you'd have modules that were supported, like supporting taller plants. Yeah. Like corn or I don't know if they want to grow wheat based stuff, wheat and barley, wheat, you wouldn't need something so high, but barley, you would need something that grew pretty high, not as high as corn, but yeah, corn, you'd need like what six, eight feet at least. so that they don't interfere with each other as much. I guess you wouldn't. Now you need about that much because otherwise harvesting would be a real pain. Unless you had like a robot going in, into each individual one and just cut it. Possible. What were you looking up? Uh, there was some information that came out. Oh. New information about what? Monies. Oh, okay. The monies that everyone cares about has been rolling into everybody's process, uh, things. Oh, that. And that's all I really feel like talking about it. But it exists. Even though we might get more. I'll, uh, I'll believe it when I <laughs> hit it to my account. That's why I would go with that. Okay. Yeah, anything else to say on this? 
on this one, I think this is really interesting. And this, the technology of this could be useful in even with personal ones. So this could be an interesting greenhouse, just make a tall enough greenhouse. Cause you can have at least some places you can build shops or storage units that are fairly big without breaking city Code. ordinance. Yeah. Yeah. Or without ma having to get certain building permits. So especially you, a greenhouse, I'm sure. Yeah. So you could, oh, this could just be, yeah, you could make a greenhouse out of this. And if you ended up doing the, you know, extra maintenance with it or extra monitoring with it and everything, you could literally turn this into a year round greenhouse mm -hmm. that you're constantly growing stuff. Yeah, you could. And we have a, well, you had an old coworker. I have a coworker. He does a farm. Yeah. And he has a greenhouse where he's made his, like, he's basically, attached it to the internet sort of more or less he used an arduino to control the fans like basically if it gets too hot or the humidity gets too high it'll kick on the fan so it'll get fresh air in nice. and then if it gets too cold it'll turn them off and i think even close them yeah i think you're right you, but, you got to see this i only got to hear about it oh yeah i did get to see it it was cold when i saw it so i didn't really get to like i he had it turned off, I think, mostly because it was also having issues. Yeah. Or he was having... I think he had an issue with getting internet out there so he could actually monitor it. But I think, wasn't it some of the sensors, maybe? Like, he had to update them or swap them out? Yeah, maybe, or his Arduino code wasn't stable. Yeah. I don't remember, but it was a neat idea and something you could very easily apply to a, a greenhouse that you could that you would be building. Or if, if you wanted to build a greenhouse, you could apply something like that. Yeah. You could have stuff monitor the soil moisture you could have all the watering of it monitor monitor uh, automated and yeah you could do a lot of stuff but yeah it's kind of cool i like it oh man i saw something else in here um imported fruits and vegetables so okay vegetables not so hard most of them fruits on the other hand I was thinking about that. Lots of trees, bushes. Bushes would be a little less of a problem. Trees. They, they'd almost have to modify the trees. Like, you'd have to genetically modify the fruit. More so than we already have? Oh, yeah. I so know. Just play around. So it either grew in, like, vine format or, like, in, like, little stalks instead of branching out. Mm -hmm. Or they could have a huge... Because you could still grow trees in a green or in a warehouse. It's just not as practical. Yeah. And if they were to do that, or heck, they could even do this on an outdoor space. But you, you could still have robots do it all. Mm -hmm. It would just be much harder to set up. Yeah. And it wouldn't be as, especially if it was outside, you would lose most of the benefits of. Of being able to control farming. it. Yeah. And yeah, the vertical farm. Because you can't, like, unless you're in, like, super like in the equator area and you're not in a super like dry area, you're not going to be able to grow stuff year round, which you can do with a vertical farm and an enclosed one at least. But yeah. Now you're looking at campsite yeah. stuff. Yeah. Camping. Lots of fun. Yeah. So we'll link to the article and there was a podcast that talked more about this. Not ours, but another one. The Future of Farms. Oh. Yeah, Future of Farms. 
400 times more yield, 95% less water, 99% uh, less base. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's called Tech First. And in uh, other shows, um, I think it was in The Expanse, um, they had, uh, they basically took one of, I think it was Jupiter's moons and turned it into a, a farming area. It was all enclosed, obviously, but because you could get a lot of like, uh, I don't know how they like what the thinking was. Maybe it was because the planet itself puts off a lot of radiation. So you don't have to worry so much about the amount of light getting to it. I don't know, but yeah, there's entire articles about why it doesn't make sense. Oh, cool. But that's also a year ago. Yeah, a year ago, they're like, it doesn't make sense to do vertical farming. And yet, they're, nowadays, we're doing vertical farming. No, it's in here, farming in the expanse doesn't make sense because they're farming horizontally on oh. soil. Whereas the amount of, like... So in that show, they... Uh, Basically, they they have such a big population problem on Earth that you get educated pretty easily, yeah. and then you put in for getting like a job, and everybody you get universal income, but people still want to work because it's boring otherwise, and they, they life is kind of povertyish until you get a job, and the wait lists on it are like decades long, hmm. unless you get an in. Well, and that's so. something actually they proved recently too, is that we have to have at least a couple hours of work a week. Otherwise we get, otherwise it messes with our mental health. Yeah. That's something that occupied your time at the very yeah. least. Well, I mean, that's why they said work. Yeah. Obviously we have to do something. If we, if we do nothing, it kind of eats away at us and we kind of feel bad and it messes with us. So some, having something some to do. Some people are fine with it. <laughs> But the majority of us aren't. I get it. Yeah. I'm like that. Like, it would bother me. But, yeah, this doesn't tell anything about their... No, I just kind of jumped Wait. into... Yeah, whatever. I can if I can do it. The Reddit uh, article from a year ago. I don't ago. remember what the... It says the Ganet, Ganymede? Oh... Okay. I think Ganym Ganymede's a planet, isn't it? Or not a planet, a uh, moon, I think. Pretty sure. It's uh, It's definitely a mythology, dude. That's a moon. A moon of Jupiter. There you go. So it did talk about it in that article, or not article, Reddit post in the mm. comments. but In the comments, yeah. And I guess they were using a special strain of grain there and not, so it's something that probably wouldn't be able to grow normally. <laughs> well, in other locations. Yeah, yeah. And it was probably taking advantage of the special, like obviously the special circumstances there because yeah. you're not going to get as much light. You can control the heat, but you still need light. And so they either have to produce it artificially or they maybe take advantage of whatever the, the planet that it's orbiting puts off, which there's a little bit of light, but it's mostly radiation. Yeah. And so I guess the plants could take advantage of that radiation instead. But yeah, anyways. Kind of want to talk about this. 
I didn't get a chance to read it because I p- opened it up and oh. forgot. And then we got started on the show. But That'll happen. All right. Do you know much about this? There was a little bit. What do you, well, for the listeners, what, what is this? This is Privacy is the New Competitive Battleground. It's an article on TechCrunch. And is it due to California trying to get something similar to what Europe has? The uh, European Union? Yeah. With the, I forgot what they call it. But yeah, this is about the Privacy Act. So this is California Privacy uh, Rights Act. And this is the stuff that even like Google, where they started making cookies don't last or cookies start working in a different way. Apple's been doing some of this. So there's limitations on how people can use California and Europe, how people can use your information, how they can store it, who they can tell it to all this other stuff. And it, so there's a lot of competition. So if I can't sell your information, then I need to maximize what I can, what information I have about you and large companies like Google Uber, Facebook, Apple, something like that, they can, and especially where they're headquartered in California. So that's the other thing is it is not only if you're headquartered in California, but uh, with California's law, not only is it headquartered in California, but also deal with California business. So you can be hit if you are headquartered in California. So does it have nothing to do with the, someone visiting your site is from California? It does. Okay. That one too. So it means you, it depends on what you have to do with the information of that. And that is creating some other unique issues with cookies. I wonder how many new VPNs are going to be brought up in California. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I don't know why somebody would want to just like point their VPN at California and say that, you know, leave my information alone. Just kidding. No, I, no, I, no, I, I just, have literally been doing that lately. With California? Yes. Oh, okay. Because I knew you were using like, Europe, but no, I wasn't using Europe yet because it's. I've been staying in the state because it's. I thought you did because we went to a website once and it was in like Italian or something like that. So I have no clue why I okay. looked into it. It wasn't. I did, wasn't in Europe. It ever. So it's been. So my internet surfing's been interesting lately. <laughs> I don't know why. Hmm. I thought it was for a moment, but yeah, no, it was still in the states. Actually, I think that was Washington. It's what even was pulling up weird i'd imagine like if it was in like you pulled up one that was in the part of uh canada that speaks french yeah but that wasn't what was on there i I don't think think. i thought it was the one plus one plus always messes with me anyways their website always does oh i see they keep popping me into their main website even though it's coming from a u.s connection so yeah it could be a cookie yeah, I can see like that. Like, you might have a cookie set that's set to, uh, like, it has what l- language you want oh. on it, and maybe one time you did have a VPN that went through there, and it just set it. I don't yeah. know. Cookies are weird, but what you're saying... They're tasty, though. Not these cookies. These cookies are bland. Ah, boring cookies. Oh, but yeah, so... Yes, if you go, if you are a California resident if you de- or you work with California residents, this affects you. If you 
our business in California, this affects you. So it's kind of similar to Europe's the thing is that it's kind of also easy to get out of this one due to just not collecting Europe's European or not collecting Californians information. You can actually do that. But so it's like, Oh, you're in California. You come to our stuff. Fine. We're just, Oh, you said you're from California. We're not going to collect your stuff. There's also the other things of it's well, it's basically where your residence is. So there's, oh, am I visiting from California or am I a California resident? So that's where the VPN thing also can bounce back and not work. So with this, um, does it also include a provision for right to be forgotten? That is some of the stuff that they're not going strong enough on. Okay. And which I mean, good news, bad news on that. Yes. Good news. Explain good news. Right to be forgotten is you're allowed to delete your information. Well, I know that, but so what, what's your good news, bad news, I guess. And in, in, in what, like, who's the good news for? General, for pe- general people. Just okay. deal with us. The idea of like, oh, well, I never realized that my information be out there was so much. So I kind of just want to like wipe my scrub the information off my, of, of all the internet about me. I just want to, I don't want people to pay $50 and find out my address, my phone number and everything else. My date of birth and everyone related to me. While on the other side, the bad news is, or the, or the, the bad news with free, right to be forgotten is you did something or you do something and you should not be forgotten or you're a public figure. That's something else that also can kind of happen. I see. That's why I'm okay. Well, public figure is still kind of so, so I'd say, public representative politicians leaders i'd say that they that some of their right to be forgotten might not be as i feel like this is definitely a lot more into politics but might not be allowed as much because like you are doing things for the people of your country or your whatever region that you are over that means your history should be available to these people yeah, that's kind of a touchy subject. Yeah. Because if I were a politician, I'd probably want it to also apply to me personally, but yeah, I also understand why it couldn't in a way, but... Yeah. And you'd want to know about your people too, so you wouldn't yeah. want to apply to them. It'd be a gray area. And like... Just because like this, this law is here, and yeah, you could tell... Like, you have to go to each company right now and be like, I don't want my stuff here. Yeah, it's an opt-out. It's an opt-out, and not only that, you don't even really know if they actually followed it. There's no proof. Oh, there's tons of them that you say, especially in your browser, where you go, um, you can send a do not track. You, your browser can say, tell every website you go to, do not track. And there's websites that say, we don't care about do not track because yeah. we ignore do not track requests yeah and because yeah like and it could be that like how do they how much do they get rid of it do they completely delete it do they scrub it do they anonymize it what do they do yeah well and also okay let's say they they totally delete it all doesn't mean they didn't already sell it yeah it doesn't mean they didn't already sell it and it's still going to be included in their archives because Getting rid of that information is actually really hard, especially if it's on like 
tapes. Yeah. Well, yeah. And depending on the company, it's like that. Well, even if they, even if this one company that you said delete all my information, they successfully deleted every informa- piece of information that you you quit using their product. You say delete all my information. They delete it all. They still has sold your information, which means that information is still out there on the internet. Yep. And they're no longer liable for it because yeah. they already sold it. They sold it while you were under the agreement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like social media is, I don't even know how much I can talk about this actually. Probably can't. Social media <laughs> is one industry that's like this. There's other in- industries where let's just say you have information that gets shared with other companies companies, and you probably don't know. Well, it's I, like okay. a credit. It's, it's like credit bureau. I have brought up on this before that the DMV sells your information. They sell it to oh, okay. insurance companies. They sell it to car companies. They sell it to all sorts of places. The DMV, the people that you could to get an ID to be used, not even a driver's license, an ID in this country, or at least for your state, they sell your information. The social security people, or not social security, the, uh, the credit bureaus, the three big ones in the US, they sell your information. You have to work with them. There is no opt out on that at all. Well, actually, okay. the opt out is uh, stop using credit. Like, period. I don't even think that's an opt out. You have to not have a bank account. No, well, not well, have a. They, they they can still track you. Like, if if you've ever had any credit, true. Anytime, you're you have, you're there, and yeah, they may not be able to track what you've done as much, but you, they could still get the information if they really wanted to. Well, I guess. Well, by opting out, I guess it means that you stop doing things that need your social security number. So which means, if you buy I don't even something, know they need that now. They have enough information True. where they could cross-reference and just associate. Because there are cases of people having accounts associated to them incorrectly and yeah. on a credit bureau. But it would be really hard. Like, you could not have a bank account. You could not have any loans. You could not have any credit cards. Like, it is very... I think you could have a bank account. No, you have a bank account. It's associated with the credit companies. They actually have that information too. Okay, it is, but you're associated. You're handing them extra information. You're and right, your, and your bank is selling them that information. Mm-hmm. And which is also even more messed up because when uh, Equifax got hacked, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, and they didn't even, in my opinion, like has that even been settled it all hardly or did they even try to settle it like the, settle, the government the settle was the government didn't do much of anything yeah. they ended up going we will give you like uh three years of free monitoring or some ridiculous amount of that and also if you can say that you had any financial loss from this we may pay you and everyone was able to i think get up to two thousand dollars off of it without having to provide evidence, just saying, I did research, I spent time, my time is money, you could hand over, say, I am owed $2,000. That was a limited amount of money that they were going to offer. I ended up doing that. I knew lots of people that actually did that. 
I never saw anything from it. And that was that was something that was available for everybody. Yeah. So and that's just like and the crappy thing is is the number they have associated with you, one was never intended to be used in that fashion. Yes. Ignoring that part though, it's hard to replace it. Yes. You can get it done, but it's a very time consuming process and just because you replace it doesn't mean that it's not going to be found again and it's also like it's not a self-verifying number like a credit card number is Mm -hmm. and you can literally just make one up there's only like there's a couple of sequences where they're just flat out not real yeah but and people aren't going to use those obviously so they're just going to put in a random number for a real one yeah so there's there's been some added security and information to it over the last decade but what not assigning numbers based on the area you're from yeah not assigning to the area from and not being chronological they've added a smidgen more complicatedness for new numbers and what gets me the most is that like people don't want a government id like that's the reason why they don't want a government issued id or have one forced upon them but they have a driver's license or government same issued, thing <laughs> yeah or a government issued identification number yeah it's the same thing though you have a driver's license number yeah so you've already lost that battle mm-hmm. <laughs> so your arguments moot and i think the only reason why people forget about that is because they probably think that they have a right to drive so they probably don't even think about it yeah which i'll be honest when that argument was brought up to me and i didn't think about it <laughs> so i didn't think about it until years later and they're not the only one who does that because you even with facebook like the, uh, the hashtag delete facebook type of stuff you don't have to have a Facebook account and Facebook is just as intrusive. If you use products, okay. If you use products that they, well, it's not only that, like, so someone, a friend of yours uploads a video yes, or a photo. They look at, they have algorithms in there to find out who's in each photo. Yeah. You'll get a profile constructed for, okay. By profile, I mean like an AI type profile so that future photo analyzing can easily pick you up. That's what I mean by profile, but I don't mean like a legit Facebook profile. You're given a number. You're given a number. And so if you ever actually assign, like sign up for it and you upload a photo of yourself, you basically have all these other photos automatically. Yeah. And I've seen this happen where like, it doesn't necessarily do it automatically, but like if someone uploads a photo um, and you happen to look at that photo, you're able to say like, it'll say, is this such and such? And you can click yes or no, or you can also do that for you. Yeah. At the very least, it'll highlight the photo, like the portion of the photo where your face is. Mm-hmm. And then you can just put tag who it is. But, and like Facebook added that years ago. And at first it was just a way for people to be like, oh, hey, this is all the photos that I've ever been in. Yeah. And that still is what it's used for now. But I don't know. They, kind of they eerie have at the same time. Kind of what? It's kind of eerie at the same time. Oh, it's absolutely eerie because like, let's say Facebook gets, because it's already a juggernaut, but let's say for whatever reason they get in, included inside of like a government or something like that, mm-hmm. or they get heavily involved with the military. Yeah. Then you all of a sudden have all these, or heck, you don't even need to know that they're involved in it. It could be a sister company that they've distanced themselves so much from. And you could have 
cameras just like follow you around on the street. Well, no. And they can, and like they, they can do that now, but I mean like that's like a nefarious thing that they could really do and then they'd have all the data for it. But they, there's also companies that scrape photos and scrape information from Facebook because a lot of the stuff on Facebook is public. So there is information that's being scraped from Facebook or all these other social medias. But the, okay, so that, but that's also with people uh, giving Facebook legit information. Mm -hmm. If you go to a website that has a Facebook connection and they didn't set it up to, uh, that company or that website didn't set up to just app, do it a hard cut from Facebook. Like instead of just like, Oh, the single sign on use my Facebook and that's what Facebook gets. And they get some of the information and some of the talk. If they don't, like limit how much it is. All the information this website's been gathering is instantly shifted over to Facebook. Mm -hmm. You didn't sign up with a Facebook account. You don't have a Facebook account. It's shifted over. Facebook gets in and goes, we don't have a profile for this. They throw it into the, oh, this person is these this type of information. It matches that number over there. Throw it in that pile with that number. If this person ever signs up, we have an entire profile for them. If they don't sign up, we have an entire profile for them. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, like, data gathering is a thing that I think is cool, but I also have a, t a typical critical for me to say that because I also think that it's not cool. Yes. And I don't know, like, the way they go about getting it all is kind of really clever. I'll, I'll give them that. And it could be used, like, getting all this information gathered could be useful in lots of ways. Not necessarily monetarily, just yeah. like in good ways. It's not being used for that. It, it could be used in multiple good, bad, and everything in between. Because like you could, I don't know. I I had a scenario that I was thinking about the other day, and I can't remember what it was, but it had something to do with like city cameras or something like that, and tracking. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's a big invasion of privacy. But I had some argument in my head where it kind of made sense. I wouldn't necessarily green light it, but. Like, used in a perfect world yeah, where no one was nefarious, or at least your government wasn't. Yeah, the, the watchers are not nefarious. The watchers? Whoever's watching the cameras, whoever's monitoring this data, whoever's monitoring... The watchers. The idea of, like, who's watching the watchers is, like, the watchers. So who are, who watches the cameras, who monitors the information, what AI the government... The watchers are the watchers. Yeah, what, what AI government or business or whatever, they are the watcher... Who is watching the information? If they are not nefarious, they can use this information for good. You mm -hmm. can, you can then be tracked. You can, uh, if something happens to you, it's instantaneously, Hey, this person needs some help right now because we've been monitor because we monitor everybody and we know where this person needs help because of this. Uh, is it because of somebody else? We know who that person is. That we know who the bad uh, the, the the bad person in this is. We know who the good person is. We've seen every situation walking all the way up to it. The bad news of this is we know everything you do. We know so much information about you. We can make sure if we provide you this little dot of information, you will react a particular way, which we know exactly how you're going to react to it. Either exactly or you at least have a... A small subset of options. Yes. That they so, could figure out. And they, they can they can guide you down a path. They could, or if someone were to hack in, or if they were to... Okay, yeah, let's just go with the hack approach, because that's the easiest, yeah. like the most thing easy to thing to visualize. If someone were to hack in, 
get all that information, even if they don't have a live feed of it and they only have the past stuff, they still have your habits. Yeah. Your schedule. And like even someone like me who has like the worst schedule ever, not anything consistent. I'm sure there's still some kind of pattern there. It might be like a week, like weeks pattern, but I'm sure I circle around somehow. Oh, that is the biggest thing is I would be interested in this information for myself to see what type of habits. And that's the nice thing about it is if you can see your information and you're open to actually looking at that information can be used for how can I do better? I want to learn a foreign language. I don't know how I learn, but if I can look at all of my habits and all my things, I can start laying laying a a road or laying bricks to guide me down this particular path that makes me learn this foreign language. So in other words, I am, I'm checking myself type of thing, or I'm, or I'm giving, not really checking, but I'm, I'm providing myself a path that I will take. I want to lose weight. I do these particular items. I, I do these particular, or lay these, this particular path. I will follow this path because this is how I work and I will succeed. On the other side, I want to break a habit. I lay down the, I, I lay down little roadblocks in the mm-hmm. way. I will run into them. I will stop. It may not be tomorrow, but I create these, you know, make something a little bit easier. You'll do it. You're more likely to do this. Make something a little bit harder. You're less likely to do this. For me, if I had some kind of assistant following me (laughs) or like watching me for these little bad habits that I've told them not basically just to prod me whenever I do it, that'd be great. But that wouldn't wouldn't work for everyone. If I had something to in here like, hey, that's a bad habit. Be like, no, 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 (laughs) not, not telling, not pointing it out. Just be like, well, because you could. I'd imagine you'd be able to customize it, but yeah. Just if you said, Hey, I'm trying not to like to stop buying my nails or something. Yeah. Anytime I do it or if not like bug me about it, make a note of it so I can at least see how often I do it uh-huh. and to see if it's trending downward. But at the same time, like we might have some kind of local processing power enough to do that right now but it's only in a like certain amount of circumstances, like the stuff that's being done remotely and which is what most people don't like about their assistance actually mm-hmm. is because in order to have that much processing power locally, you would need like, you'd have this, the device would be way more money and it take more energy to use basically. Yeah. And like in that sense, having all done remotely is nice and it makes a lot of sense. And from a whole lot of first perspectives, it makes absolute sense. You're not paying for the processing power. All you're doing is paying for networking IO yeah, and a little bit of power for sending it and like analyzing it a little bit. And you don't have to worry about maintaining the infrastructure. You don't have to worry about a whole lot of other stuff, but the biggest downside to it is privacy because even if they have it over there only long enough to process the information and then it's deleted immediately, it's still there. Someone could capture it in the middle or they could have a memory leak or whatever. Not a memory leak. That's a bad wording. Um, basically they could have something wrong with their scrubbing to where it's grabbable for a little bit or something like that. And that's the downside. Like 
that's the reason why we're not going to have assistance like that for a while. And I don't know that we ever will unless there's something really like privacy laws put in that are really hard and make it to where doing all the stuff remotely, like remotely processing it isn't practical anymore. Yeah. And we're getting like computers now that you can get a small enough chip to where you could fit it in dang near anything. Mm -hmm. Like the chip in the laptop I have now, I don't, I think the circuit board is probably as big as a, I don't know. It might be two or three sticks of gum. Yeah. Fun. So, and the actual, like most of that's circuitry for like the ports and yeah, just a lot of other stuff. Whereas you're talking this little single chip, it's not that big and you wouldn't even need like, I don't know. I'm just wondering if we'll ever get to a point where because these privacy laws are so, I'm going to say invasive, but invasive on the comp the corporate side, not on the personal side. Yeah. It, this invasive is probably the wrong word, but unless we get something that's that intense, I don't think we're ever going to get something that's like a, a personal, like smart home hub or whatever, like a, a personal home computer or whatever. Yeah. Which would have the processing power to do all this stuff, but I don't know. It, the other thing also is the information is already out there. So even if like yeah. tomorrow, just tomorrow, the lock lockdown, you are not allowed to collect information on people, period. That's just like, it's that ridiculous of an, of a crazy law. You're not allowed to collect information on anybody, period. Mm-hmm that would one destroy lots of ecosystems. There are lots of companies out there just overnight, especially having to work on that. Cause even collecting information would be a, you know, that something that crazy that's your password and username. The, any, you know, you, you do hand over information to makes it, to make it so you can do business. Mm -hmm. Your bank knows who you are. <laughs> you hand over the, the, your ID, the DMV knows who you are. You hand over information. You hand over this information to identify this is who I am, which reduces fraud. To put it that in crazy of, you know, le the level of you can't collect information suddenly makes it uh, difficult to do business on both the business side and on the consumer side. And it could possibly raise fraud to a ridiculous level. So this, there is definitely a, a kind of a fine line. We have to play with this one of And also, did you ever watch the, uh, what the latest season of Westworld? No, I haven't watched Westworld at all. Oh, okay. So well, that's one of the things that happened in the latest season of Westworld is that they, there were laws that were put in that you couldn't collect information on people. Like at all? Not anymore. Hmm. And so well, you weren't allowed to, or at least use the information so you could still do banking and all that they didn't put the to the extreme of not collect information uh -huh. but you weren't allowed to make money off of you know collecting information and selling it and all this well there were people who had collected all of the information that existed up to that point and they found out and they did that thing where if we guide you down this path do these things have give you these options you will do react in these particular ways and anybody who we find out will has the ability to break the rules on this they are an outlier and we will remove them from society to reprogram them and if they are unable oh. to be reprogrammed we will 
end their life. So this makes it so peace is eternal now. So I'll always keep the peaceful, happy, go lucky people in. Go always keep the people that aren't going to so cause is that issues. a utopia or a dystopia in your opinion? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so it's a utopia for the people who are good, which is probably most of them. There, but there, dystopia for people who are there not was, on that side. There were lots on both sides. Because hmm. it also highly removes removes your free will. Because also, and also, it also made it was like the main character. Uh, it's the guy who played Jesse from Breaking Bad. Okay. He, uh, he was ex-military. He ended up having all sorts of issues when his mom left him when he was a kid, all this other stuff. And they end up going like, oh, you're going to be an outlier. And they reprogrammed him to take care, to gather other outliers and bring them in. And he thought he was doing other various missions. And that's what he was doing is he was gathering stuff for the company, gathering these outliers for the company and bringing them in or wiping them out or taking them out. So, so it's not even like breaking the law. It's that if they're suspected of breaking or being able of suspecting of being of breaking the law in the future. Well, they know how you will react. So they know so much information about you that they can, they are, they basically are able to predict how everyone is going to react to every situation. They have an AI that basically they have pumped it full of every possible. It, it, so, it has run down the path of every possible scenario and it has made the utopia path. So I, well, I'm, I'm trying to understand something here. Um, so this is a company doing it or a government. It's a company. It's a company. Yes. And is the information like, are they able to get new information or is it just from whatever they got before the law was passed? So it's what they got from before the law was passed, but they were able to gather information because of Westworld, because the invention of Westworld. So they invested heavily in West in, in the, in the Westworld thing. And this, you get the people's pure rawness of how are you going to act but you're also able because you've also hired you've also started bringing these these groups in you're able to build up information on these people gathering additional information so they're keeping it internal they're not selling it but they're keeping it internal oh, yeah but they're also not getting new like they're not processing new information all the time from like the outside world from all of it yes which which they did shut down the AI and they spun, spun it back up, but the AI had so much information. You're right. People can change over time. Well, it's not even that people can change. It's like, there's new people. Yes. You don't have a footprint for them, so you don't know how, like, I'm just, I think there's a fallacy here in that. There, yes, you could plan ahead. Like, you could simulate ahead, but the further in the future you get, the more wrong the simulation is going to be. And yeah, you could have tons and tons and tons of simulations or whatnot to counteract that but yeah that's you're still gonna have too much errors at a certain point and that still doesn't take into account new people and that's why they didn't go too far in the future like it okay. was like i think the law had existed for like 10 to 20 years so it wasn't very long they had tons of information as it was about m the majority of people that were alive so this machine had been created while it was allowed to collect information Hmm. So, and then they had shut down the AI. They had, because uh, they were like, we're on the path. And it was basically stopping the collapse of 
the of all of society. It's what they had saw. They're like, oh, you know, everything's gonna collapse. We're just gonna war is gonna happen. Everyone just everything's gonna be terrible. And they created the AI to make the utopia path. They got rid of the outlier. They work on getting rid of the outliers. And all it did was delay it. Oh, it just delayed it. Because they were able to go in like, mm, we're just going to do this. And plus, and that, that also was proven where new people is, I uh, forgot her name now, the main robot from uh, Westworld. She hmm. would come into the real world. And it was like, I don't know who you are. Like you, you don't exist. You are a, a, an anomaly in all of this. Mm-hmm. So you actually can cause me issues. So we either get rid of anomalies or we find out what the anomaly is and figure out exactly everything about the anomaly. <laughs> and that's the thing is that what it would do is basically would find anomalies or outliers and resolve them. So is Westworld a real world or is it a simulation? Westworld is a world where you go to is a, a, a an amusement park that you go to that you live in the wild, wild west in the 1800s. And where you get to deal with robots. These are robots that look like humans. They act. You get to whatever you want to do. Be nice to them. Be mean to them. Do whatever you want. They, the robots gained sentience and they started wanting their own freedom. They wanted to stop being just massacred all the time. Yeah. And that was the first season. (laughs) Okay. I think we're on like three or four right now. The last season, it was, she was in the real world. She was walking around our world. So, Westworld is an amusement park in our world. Yes, it's on like okay. a random island in... Like Jurassic Park. Yes, exactly. And there's other worlds, too. There was, you know, uh, medieval China. There was... East World. Yes. I think there in the movie, there was a Roman world. Okay, that's, that's what I was just wondering. Because the way you were describing it made it almost seem like Westworld might be a simulation of sorts. Well, well, it kind of is because, yes, you're not putting on the VR glasses because the robots have gotten advanced enough. So it's a simulation as in you don't need the goggles to walk into the simulation. You just change your clothes and you walk into the simulation. What I, well, what I was more getting at was like a simulation as far as like sword art level. Oh. Where the people are simulated. Well, yeah, this is actually this is more advanced than even sword art because they're not simulate; they're physically built and. No, no, that, that's fine. Yeah. It's so, the next level past sword art. You get to stay in the real world, because I don't think sword art could have a, a, a sword art was only breaking into the AI idea towards the end of the what with. Oh, I wasn't affair. meaning like I was just meaning straight up like the idea, and. There is some of that they actually do go into where you, that's actually uh, how they also work with psychology with uh, some of that is they're able, you're able to put on uh, goggles and you're able to see things and feel things and react to things and how you react depends on how it, so there is a highly advanced AI 
like sword art in the in the Westworld show. Well, with sword art, I don't even know that I'd call that because that's AI. also that's also how you get to make people is you basically you know so much about them oh, this yeah, is yeah. So this is actually the other thing because like what i was arguing though is that they're actual like people they're copies of people but they're people so i don't even know they'd be i don't know that i'd classify them as artificial intelligence true they're a simulation of it well they're artificial intelligence because they're not made from organic well, I would I, okay, if you were to say artificial life. I know that's I why I might so, agree with it. And even well, honestly, even the robots, they have so much organic. They they can still get shot. They can still they still have they, they have a core that is their brain that if destroyed is the end of their existence unless it's been backed up. Oh, OK. And it's a large storage it's he- it's huge storage. Yeah. So it's not, but it's not impossible to be backed up. And that's also what they they were doing with the end of the with the first season was the initial creator. He was wanting his he was he was just having issues. He was losing his mind. He was all this, and they ended up like copying him. And they they knew everything about him. And. They put him into a robot. Look like him. Act like him. Everything. It was him. They they knew so much about him. That's the other thing about also knowing so much is if I know everything about you, I know what you're going to do, which means you, if I know everything that you're going to do and I make a copy of you, that copy is going to do everything you would have done. Because this is you. This is everything you. Yes, it will evolve over time. And depending on what paths it's given depends on how it's evolved. So we could change its outcomes or if it's given the same path as you are given, it will make the same decisions. And that's how, because they have so much information on you, but they, so they created this guy, put him in a robot. And the problem was, is he kept on like realizing he's a robot. And then he'd like, then he'd break down. Oh, so they had to figure out how to how do I tell you that you're a robot? You acknowledge that. And you both walk away without any issues. You just go good to know he was dead, though, right? Oh, the guy was long dead. Well, the the one guy, the, the one of the original creators or one of the original investors. So I don't know. I don't understand why people would freak out. If you if you told me I was a copy and that my real thing was still out there. I might freak out because then I would be a copy. Yes. And like, or I would deny that I'm not the copy. I'm the real thing or whatever. I know. Yes. So, but I can't say that in confidence. That would be how I would react. That just feel like that's how I would. And, but at the same time, like, yeah, you're a copy or maybe, okay, you're dead and you've been brought back, but you don't know if this is your first time being True. brought back because you could just be an old archive and they just wiped you and brought you back to a previous form. So, but there's that, but there's also the other thing of you not truly ex- because you are a copy of yourself. You run, can run to the issues of not truly accepting it, not going like, well, but I feel like I am me. 
Yeah. Actually, even Black Mirror kind of went with this. Is like, I am me. You know, when he, he was changing the egg in the Christmas uh, special. Mm, yeah. The White Christmas one. It, the you know, because that's the other stuff. They had so much information on this lady. She knows exactly how she wants her bread done. She wants. So how do you, if you want everything to be done automatically, but you don't want to think about it, you have a copy of you, you set it aside and it knows it is you. It is bona fide you. I forgot about that. Yeah, I know. So there's, there's a, yeah, there's all these little things. Uh, so because this is you, it will do everything how you want it to do. And because it, it follows you along, if you change your mind, you tell it you've changed your mind. It doesn't argue because it goes, well, I'm you. I think like you. That makes sense why you would change your mind like that. So I've changed my mind as well. And you both continually, you both as the exact same thing, continually move along together, change your mind coherently. The Where some minor coherence might fall off is you leave the house and you experience life and you come back and you give it a new order. It didn't experience that. So it doesn't think that makes sense because it didn't experience, have that experience that you just did without being updated. And But the other thing, I am me. So I am the original. No, you're not. You're a you're a robot. I know we were working on this, but I don't believe you. Mm. Like, I can't believe you. But we probably should wrap things up. I want to bring one more thing. Okay, one more thing. Go ahead. So similar to this, there's a book series out there. I think it's called the Commonwealth Saga. The first book is called Pandora's Star, but... Um, they've advanced to the point where they become immortal by one. They, at, when they reach around like 50 or 60, they basically go and they spend about, I don't even know how long it might be a decade. It might only be two or three years, but they spend some time getting rejuvenated till they're about 19 or 20. Yeah. Like they reverse the aging process basically. And then they just do this every once in a while, but they can also back up their memories or, because they're living so long, the human brain can't actually store all that information. They actually extract stuff that they don't care about anymore. And the nice thing about this is that if you get killed, you have what they call the body death because they can still bring you back. They're not bringing you back into a robot or anything. It's a clone of your actual body. They just push the, the memories in. But there's an argument going out there or going around where... Are you really you? Like, yeah, because there's a concept of a soul and they don't know what or not. And most people don't agree with that. Like they're just be like, yeah, I mean, because they grew up with it all the time. They don't really think about that anymore. Mm -hmm. But when the thing first came around, there was a lot of people that refused to do it because they didn't agree with it and they didn't think that they'd be them if they were to die. But that's the basic idea. And it's kind of an interesting thing to think about. I think I brought this up before on the podcast. I know I brought the book up, and I think I brought up that part too. Oh, there's an old book that actually. And that's a very small part of the book, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Because they also can use wormholes, and they use trains to travel through the wormholes, which is a weird combination of technology. <laughs> I forgot what the book was. Maybe I'll uh, remember it later. It was I remember what I talked about earlier on the podcast. It was a little short book, 
but it yeah so i i it's the commonwealth saga the pandora star it's in the show notes Ooh, goodreads i use that i was thinking i kind of think i like goodreads instead of like linking it to the particular one though i think goodreads is stolen by amazon i don't know it's either that or the wiki i was gonna choose oh i don't know no i like it because it's basically uh it's not you can mark that you've read it or you can put it on your one to read it's like tv time for books that's why i like it i haven't used it for a while because the apps kind of i wouldn't say it's buggy well, you also it's can, not a very good UX design. It, it also you also can link it to your Amazon account. So yeah. as you finish the books, if you use a Kindle, or oh, if you've been reading eBooks, or the audiobooks, yeah, or the audiobooks, which sure. I don't do either. So I do lots of audio. I should because the books I buy are like ten to fifteen dollars, and they're not that very big. And if you buy the uh, the eBook, it's usually like five or seven. So I'd save a lot of money, but. I prefer the, holy crap, that's a password. Oh, all my passwords are at least, you know, 30. I found out that uh, I ran into one that... Most websites don't let you do more than like 20. Well, there's a lot, yeah. Uh, I I found one that let me do 200, which is the length of... No, 99, which is the length that LastPass will let you do. My thinking on that is that there are some times where I have to type them in manually... And I wouldn't want to do that on one that's that long. So my limit is, I have a hard limit usually. I And I will do that especially on like accounts that, like if I'm first setting up a device, yeah. I probably won't have LastPass installed. Oh, it's one of the very first things I do. Well, I know that, but even before that, because there's a certain point where you have to sign in before you can get it. Yeah. So I at least make it, like it's still... I, I can't remember it without LastPass, but I, it's it's easy to type in and easy to tell if I screw up. So, well, easier to tell. Whereas if it was just a bunch of like numbers, not so much. Okay, you, it might not have the audiobooks because I know I've just finished a few that are not on this list. Oh yeah, there is actually a decent amount of books on the audio on audible that are not on this list you may not have it hooked up because amazon is not necessarily because i think you can have an audible account that's not your amazon account or at least mine not are, necessarily linked okay mine are very i, oh, I they might be very linked but goodreads my, might not care about yeah that. my uh, well the thing is so i figured out my goodreads account is through is amazon linked that's how but also it i only have i have an audible account because it's amazon like I don't, I didn't get into Audible. Was Audible ever pre-Amazon? Was that one of them they purchased or one of them they made? No, I'm pretty sure Audible. Look it up. Okay. Well, to the wiki. Know. We have been on this too long. How about okay, that? Okay, fine. Famous last words. I think Audible did exist on its own separately, like it was its own entity at oh. one point. In fact, I'm pretty sure it was. I think I've seen an LGR video on it. All right. But yeah, that's my last words. What are yours? Uh, if you don't want to read something, just go listen to it. I mean, you Ooh. don't. I like it. I know. That's fine. People like audiobooks. I just like, I zone out. 